0: Oh boy, I'm so ready for football season. Let's cue up my favorite song.
1: Stop, stop. You're making my ears bleed. Here, this is a better song. We're down the field,
2: team that will silver way you stand and cheer the brave
3: man you got serious it is school time
4: Please. You guys are adorable. Now just yes. sit there quietly while you listen to this cheer about the best football team in the NFC North. Go, Pat! Go! Go, Pat!
5: No! no.
2: Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. We are the
1: FN podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host, a Detroit fan, the man in the Michigan hat. I'm here with my miserable co-host and Chicago fan, Furious George. Furious, what's going on today?
0: There's nothing we are more excited about than NFL football. You know that? Between the man in the Michigan hat and I, we already have half of the NFC North covered. So tonight we bring on Kevin Myrick of the Preach Kev Preach with Rashad podcast to talk Vikings and MJ Hurley of the Next Man Up podcast to talk Packers. Prepare yourselves. I can already feel the tension rising. But before we get into all that juicy NFC North news, we have to get through with our vent seshes.
3: All right, man. Uh, you know, my team is—we had the same exact problem every single year. The offensive line, and even the guys that we draft, are still boo-boo. I'm tired <laughs> of it. Um, F line was looking good rookie season, now he's collapsed. Uh, Brad, Bradbury can't block me if I'm out there. Um, <laughs> and Riley Reef—he got team captain, but I'm trying to figure out what he's leading. So, because he's not leading the offensive line, so. uh, I really wish that we can fix this problem, because at the end of the day, that's going to be the downfall of the Minnesota Vikings.
0: All right, man, Michigan Hat, what are you mad about? So my
1: frustration has been that there's not really any news from the Lions, which basically means I have no idea what to expect. I have all We all know f- what
0: to expect. <laughs> <from> the lions <laughs> i've
1: so i've always complained about the preseason and i do think it's too many games but at least with that you have some idea what's going on with your team because you can see it for yourself in general i hate trying to just trust what writers and my team's media says about what i should think about the team i like to be able to see something for myself because people get way too excited about what's happening in camp either good or bad but unfortunately it looks like that's all we're going to have to go on going into game one which is frustrating
0: i bet you're probably gonna have a lot more to be frustrated about this year man (laughs) well
1: not yet Uh, (laughs) give me uh, at least a week or two of hope before reality all
0: right mj what are you mad about
4: um personally i'm mad about how uh, uh, quickly people are jumping the gun on jordan love uh, and being upset about him. So uh, same way that our friend in the Michigan Hat um, doesn't enjoy just trusting media members, even though, you know, I'm becoming one of those. Um, so, you know, weird paradox there. But I mean, I'm reading all of these reports and yes, it is their job to report on what Jordan Love is doing. That's not necessarily what I have an issue with. My issue is is with people reading those reports, freaking out when Jordan Love had virtual OTAs, he's had virtual time with his coaches, and with the the coaching staff to actually learn the Packers playbook, which is one of the most complex playbooks in the entire NFL. And he's had a total to this point of 10 practices. Mm -hmm. I mean, the kid's very talented. Don't get me wrong. I love what I see in him. But he's just as raw as Aaron Rodgers was coming out of college. And it took Aaron Rodgers three years to even be able to start an NFL game. And even then, it took him two years to get to a point where he could compete in the playoffs. So I'm not, I'm not expecting him to be good right away. But apparently, people think he's the second coming of Aaron Rodgers, which he very well might be. But give him more than 10 practices.
0: Hmm. Well, what you just described to me about Jordan Love sounds a lot like what everyone's been saying about Mitchell Trubisky. Limited experience. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I'm
4: I'm talking about limited experience in 10 practices, not (laughs) the the guy, the guy, the the guy played more football in college than Mitchell Trubisky has actually played to this point. So I'm still more comfortable with Jordan Love than Trubisky.
0: (laughs) Well, that kind of leads me, since I brought up Trubisky, that leads me into what I'm mad about, which is just inclusiveness and incompetence at quarterback. And that would be probably the name of, if I were to write a book, a history book about the Bears. That could be just what I title it. Uh, but what's frustrating to me is you come into this offseason, and they've been telling you it's Foles versus Trubisky, who's going to win. And to me, I felt all along that you're going to start Nick Foles because you gave up a fourth-round draft pick, which doesn't sound very high. But at the same point, Ryan Pace has turned out a lot of quality talent with second, third, fourth-round draft picks and so you're kind of throwing away one of his sweet spots essentially in the draft for Nick Foles so I thought from the get-go Foles was going to start the reports have been Foles has been mostly beating Trubisky but there's also been a lot of inconsistent reports um, today Cordero Patterson stuck stuck up for uh, Trubisky and was like "Trubisky's the best I've ever seen which it's like I was talking with someone and they were like well the players know as opposed to reporters and I was like or the players have his back. I mean, it's very clear in his tenure with the Bears that he is a very good guy. Everybody likes him. He, su- he works super hard. The question is, is is he, that? is he any good? And the answer so far has been no, especially if you can't beat out Nick Foles. So honestly, even though I think Nick Foles will end up as the starter, I still think Trubisky will start the season simply because – you're kind of throwing anything at the wall at this point to see what sticks and the best case scenario for the bears is for your younger quarterback to get it together so you can tag him in the off season come
2: on boys get, get, to, get to, the to the box, box. 5 Trying minutes each for unnecessary, unnecessary frustration, frustration eh
1: Okay, listeners, so our five minute major this week, we're going to jump right into it because we're all going to spend a little bit of time discussing the latest news and um, just what's going on with our team going into the season. So I'll go ahead and start with the Lions. Um, So really, again, like I said, nothing breaking or huge coming out of camp. Uh, which has been somewhat frustrating. But the biggest news, I guess, has been that new defensive coordinator, Corey Undlin, uh, it's been announced that Patricia will remove himself as the defensive play caller and that uh, Undlin will be calling the defensive plays. So, I mean, that should seem pretty obvious that that's what should happen, but maybe that could be big news because it seems like Patricia's issue is he's been kind of overreaching. Uh, so maybe him taking a step back from here will allow uh, other pieces to kind of fall into place and do the job that they're supposed to do. That's the reason you hire a defensive coordinator. So, um, again, not a huge announcement, but when you look at a team that's trying to overhaul its defense, uh, just a step to keep an eye on. So that's, I guess, the latest for the Lions. Uh, Kevin? What about the Vikings?
3: Man, uh, what a beautiful morning it was on Sunday, uh, waking up to a trade. Uh, my Vikings getting Yannick away from the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, mm. swoop, swooped in uh, out of nowhere. Uh, you know, we've been trying to look for a replacement for Everson Griffin. We thought we thought he may come back. He chose to go to the Cowboys. But we gave him a second-round pick, a conditional fifth-round pick, which, you know, if, if you make a Pro Bowl as a first ballot, then it'll be a fourth round pick. If it makes the first ballot pro bowl and we go to the Super Bowl, it becomes a third round pick. So I'm all for getting rid of a second and a third this upcoming season for y- uh Yanik if that means the Super Bowl. So uh look for this dynamic duo as a pass rusher with Daniel Hunter and unique Igakwe to uh to shake it up.
0: Awesome. So MJ, what about the Packers?
4: For the Packers, the only news, which shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, is Aaron Rodgers is having difficulty with the lack of receivers that he has. Uh, he loves Devontae Adams and then after that, um, you have people whose names are harder to pronounce than French cities, like equinimius St. Brown. Brown uh, yeah, Dame. exactly. So, uh, yeah, that, that's not really a surprise to me, but it's still news. I talked to Matt Schneiman from The Athletic and he said, yeah, Rodgers has not been happy. They've been off time. They've not been doing well um, they've been extremely frustrated you know with the theme of this podcast they've been extremely frustrated with each other and all of the young receivers think they're getting it and they want to get it but they haven't been doing so yet so it's been extremely frustrating for that offense I mean Aaron Rodgers can still make things happen with solely Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones I am confident of that but it would be a little nice if we could have more than just you know our all pro running back and wide receiver Granted, we've done just fine with that the last couple of years, but it would be a little nice if we could you know, draft a skill player in the last 15 years.
0: I Yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Um, well, to finish off with the Bears, uh, I talked about the co- quarterback battle, I guess. It's it's really lame, a lame battle. <laughs> um, I You see people, reporters, and of course reporters are limited because of COVID and they're not allowed the – to film the practices or whatever. So you're getting very limited glimpses at what's really going on. Um, It does seem fishy though, that I feel like you never really see throws from Foles or Trubisky and that's frustrating. You see like, you see completions, but you don't see the, the throwing motion. You just see the, the reception. Um, But as for other news from the team, basically uh, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney have really stood out in camp among the offensive players. Um, Roquan Smith has really impressed in the linebacker room. Um, the, probably the biggest news is that uh, David Montgomery uh, had a non-contact groin injury uh, last week. And he is predicted to be out at that time, I think it was two to four weeks So they're hopeful that he will be ready to go for week one against the Lions. Um, But good news is he's not out for like the whole season, but you wonder with an injured player, what is that going to look like moving forward? So the really the biggest latest news is after Leonard Fournette was released today from the Jaguars, a lot of people are suggesting the bears need to go and take a flyer on Leonard Fournette and hope that a change of scenery and a new uh, regime will help him get back to what he was at LSU. So I personally don't necessarily feel that confident in Fournette. I've never seen him do really anything flash in the NFL, but I haven't followed his career that closely either. We're being signaled by the officials that it's time for a media timeout. All right, so for our two-minute warning today, we're talking about our team predictions for the 2020 season. Uh, For the Bears, what I'm predicting is Trubisky starts, and he does pretty well. He makes it to probably about, I'm going to say, game nine or ten before all hell breaks loose and the Bears season comes to an end with Foles at the helm, and Trubisky about ready to leave and the Bears' offense, as usual, in shambles.
4: For the Packers, I'm going to go a good season, Aaron Rodgers, because it's going to make it through healthy. Jordan Love will not start a single game. We will be sad about our lack of receivers, but we will be just okay. The defense will be the best defense the Packers have seen since our Super Bowl run in 2010. We have two of the best pass rushers in the entire league, let alone the NFC North, and I truly believe the defense will carry Aaron Rodgers for the first time in his entire career.
3: All right, I'm my Minnesota Vikings, man, I, I feel like this is going to be a good season. It is a odd number year, which means it's, it's going to be our average 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, year. But with this team being you know, so young, I think that with the veterans that we have, we, we can turn around really quickly, and uh, this Minnesota team can be right there on the cuffs and win the division. Uh, I believe in my guy Kirk Cousins, the cook in the offense, and let's see how far we can take it, uh, especially with the addition of Yannick Ngakwe.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be going last here, which is how I'm going to pick the lines to finish. Yeah, uh, yeah it was, <laughs> so a little sneak peek there. But yeah, really, this season's all about the health of Stafford. You see last year, they were 3-1-1, and played really well against some good teams. Stafford goes down, you don't win another game. So obviously, Stafford's health is going to be key. It's been an ongoing issue. When I look at the team, I kind of see a ceiling, maybe, of like 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, but the floor is pretty low. You have a pretty big drop off where we could win like four games again. So it all depends on Stafford and can he stay upright?
3: All right, man. 24 seconds. Uh, I'm going with uh, Dalvin Cook in this situation about the contract. I'm, I'm a believer of running back by committee. Uh, Alexander Madison played very, very well. Uh, in the absence of Devin Cook with the same yards per carry. and his QBX system, you don't need to be great. You just got to be good. And uh, I think that's all we need. So when it comes down to it, when we talking about paying them, I'm going do it.
4: For the Green Bay Packers, I'm going to make two bold predictions. Number one, we are not going to be sad that we didn't draft a wide receiver, even though we didn't draft one uh, in 2020. I still think we got Aaron Rodgers' help. And number two, Brian Goodenkiss is going to go out and make a deal before the deadline, which the Packers never do, and will go get Aaron Rodgers the receiver and cave under the public pressure.
0: Yeah, even though I said the Bears will kind of implode on themselves offensively, at the same time, I do think that once Montgomery gets healthy, he's going to have a standout season. I also think that Cole Komet will really have a standout season. Uh, Allen Robinson will continue to dominate a wide receiver. And I haven't talked much about the Bears' defense because I think you can pretty much expect it to be the same as it has in the past couple of years.
1: So I've kind of mentioned in these past couple segments, two of the big points for the Lions, which is the health of Matthew Stafford and what does the defense look like? Those are two huge keys that are going to have a big say in what I think is a huge gap between your floor and your ceiling. Um, If both go well, maybe you're possibly contending for a wildcard spot or for the division late in the year. I don't expect that to happen. If either of those (laughs) things go wrong, you're screwed. These 24 second shot clocks have been brought to you by nuts.gov.
2: Have you ever wanted a wide variety of legumes and tree nuts, but don't have time to leave your home? Have you ever craved those smooth nuts in your mouth, but don't know where to find them? Well, now you can if you go right now to www.nuts.gov. It has gov at the end, so you know it's reliable. Here's what one of our highest profile customers had to say. Hello listeners, it's me, Bill Clinton. I empty my nuts on a regular basis, so I'm always looking for nuts for me and Monica. I mean, uh, Hillary, to enjoy. There's nowhere better to get my nuts satisfied than www.nuts.gov. Nuts.gov fills all my desirous needs with a nut selection curated by the government. Check it out today. Thanks, Bill. Now you can be just like President Clinton if you order our premium Jeffrey Epstein Did Not Kill Himself collection. But wait, there's more. Order now and you can get the Monutka Lewinsky collection which includes two large acorns and one premium extra-long Arkansasian cigar you can use for any occasion. That's two large nuts collections for the seductively low price of $69.69 call nuts.gov today and get a load. So let's get into some
0: segments. Kevin and MJ are going to stick with us through segments as well as we get deeper into NFC North talk. So we're going to start with draft days.
1: With the uh, third choice in the 2002 draft Detroit Lions suggest select
0: Joey Harrington, quarterback from
1: Oregon.
5: With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft,
0: the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky. Things just got interesting. In this segment we build the best roster we can from a draft class of any topic, sports or not. Debate and discussion will ensue. With today's draft, we will be creating our ideal Super Bowl Sunday menu, assuming one of our teams makes it. A poll will also be up on social media, so you can vote which roster is better. So, we've determined the draft order. Uh, Kevin is going to have the first pick, followed by MJ, then Furious George, myself, and then the man in the Michigan hat. Uh, Kevin and MJ, we also, when we do this draft, I forgot to mention this, we usually like to do it snake style. Okay. So... Um, if you guys have done this football before. Yeah. yeah. So it'll go Kevin, MJ, Furious George, Michigan Hat, then Michigan Hat, Furious George, MJ, Kevin, so on and so forth. And then All just
1: right. quick clarification too, do we have to pick in this order appetizer entree side, or can you pick whatever you want whenever, as long oh, as you that's get a good everything?
0: Thought. Yeah, you don't you can pick whatever you want. So like if okay. you're on a like dessert first if yeah, I wanted. Yeah, if you think wings are gonna go right away or something and that's what you really want, you can jump down to entree and take that or whatever. So, all right. So, Kevin, you are on the clock.
3: All right. I'm going to stick with the uh, appetizer. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, – if my team's in the Super Bowl, I'm excited. i got to get a little fancy for my guests coming over. So, I'm going to go with buffalo chicken salad puffs. So, basically, just a little
4: – Interesting. Put a little chicken hmm. on
3: top and, you know, just get everybody in the mood for some for some buffalo chicken, you know. What like, is the, what is the puff part? It's like, it's like a little tiny bread, just – Oh small okay. rose gets
0: on a nice, nice, nice. Okay. Sounds really good.
4: Let's see. This is hard.
5: hmm
4: <laughs> I think okay, I'm gonna go wild with my dessert later. Kyle's the only one that's actually gonna know what it is, and I'm gonna save that for later. Um <laughs> we're gonna go with I'm gonna go chips and guac for my appetizer. I'm gonna stick with Ooh. Kevin. Go that's appetizer good. uh number one. It's And green. Uh, go chips and guac classic. Yep, green. <laughs> Sticking with the Green Bay Packers, making everybody feel at home. You could even go get those uh those green chips you get at the the Mexican restaurant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Throw those in there. Um, just nice, nice, good appetizer there to start off. Nice.
0: Mm. Well, I am gonna break the trend of going appetizer first. I am going to actually jump to side number one. Um, I've I value this. I don't know why side number one. I could go with side number two first. Um, doesn't really matter. Uh, but the first side I'm going to go with is, and this is from recent experience, tachos. So nachos made of tater tots. Um, they are... What? what do you mean? Really? What? <laughs> yeah. I just never heard of that. <laughs> really?
1: Tachos. Yeah, nachos. you can get
0: them at some... Like a lot of bars and pubs have them. Hmm. Um, we made them last year for the bears Packers opening game. And that was like the only positive thing that happened for me that night. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, true. But what w- was really good is tater tots. We put some beer cheese on it and bacon bits. It's really good. So yeah. tachos okay. is my side. Number one. All right. I'm going
1: to go beverage with my first pick. And I guess this is a generic. I don't know if you want me to get more specific, but I'm just going to go a beer. A beer. Okay. <laughs> beer. <No>, that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to go that first, and then now I have the next pick of the second round. There's a couple things I want to take just to make sure they're not taken (laughs) before I get the chance to. Little
0: Caesars pizza, Detroit delicacy.
1: (laughs) I'm not worried about that one. Yikes. Yikes. Um, I'm going to go appetizer, too, and I'm going meatballs. Mm. Like in the crock pot with the toothpick. Yeah
0: like barbecue or yeah yep
1: or even like you can do the plain ones and have the sauces separately
0: and warmers but i'd probably just put barbecue oh okay depending on what else i have to make that day yeah so nice cool all right well my next selection um for my entree i wasn't really thinking actually about what i was gonna do with my entree earlier on but then when the man michigan hat mentioned wings that's what i'm gonna go with They're wings for my entree um my family really primarily likes barbecue um, flavored wings, but since it's my Super Bowl party, I would get some barbecue so that they would feel welcome. But then I would also get, uh, kind of yeah, <laughs> I would also get some uh, plenty of buffalo wings, and then I would get some, I, not many, but some garlic parm. So it'd primarily be, it primarily yep. be buffalo and barbecue with some garlic parm i'd have ranch and blue cheese available for dipping so this might be it. A... yeah i was gonna say can i pick celery to have there too or is that a side
4: no i'll, I'll give you that because okay, yeah. i would
0: not pick celery just for a side That would be no one. if you did i would be <laughs> upset with you
4: all right yeah all right no, cool. it com-
1: if it comes with your meal for no extra charge at most wing places it
0: just is included
4: cool i'm gonna stick with the entree um same, same church, different pew. I'm gonna go with some nice barbecue ribs. Um, gonna, gonna be building a whole experience here. <laughs> so hopefully, you boys don't steal uh, the rest of my meal because I will be very upset if you do. Um, and <laughs> it will make the ribs not as good. Uh, yeah, classic. Throw it in a crock pot. Do it. Do it uh, on the grill. Anything you want to do. All right,
3: I'm All right. back on the clock. Uh, I'm gonna go with side. Side. I'm gonna go with side number two. Ooh. this, this look better for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go famously like home style,
4: baked mac and cheese. Oh, oh. that's a solid. That's back Kevin, back I am back. mad at you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that probably yeah that whole barbecue vibe that uh, MG might right. be going for. It might not turn Dude. out too good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that mac and cheese does turn out real good, actually. <laughs> Oh, well, that's man. definitely,
3: yeah, definitely. My mom go, well, you know, the quote unquote, when you put your foot in it, yeah, that's, I need that for my, you, my, my, my party.
0: Do you put the, do you put like the breadcrumbs on top on that mac and cheese or no breadcrumbs?
3: Uh, for me, no breadcrumbs. Okay. But my mom uses different types of cheeses. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I, need to ca- I, need, I need to call her right now. Let me call <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Let's get her on the you, show. What you oh, doing yeah. right <laughs>
0: All right, so Kevin, that was your first, but since it's snake, you get another pick here.
3: Uh, MJ took my uh, entree, so I have to think about that a little Ooh, bit longer.
0: Vikings-Packers <laughs> rivalry. Uh, so mad. <laughs>
3: so uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, the beverage real quick. Uh, we got this thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm from. You know, I went to school at East Carolina. So as far as like the colors, just just like Minnesota, purple and gold. We had this thing down there called uh, that my friend made, uh, juicy juice, and because the Vikings are in the Super Bowl in this situation, we're gonna have a. It's, eventually it's gonna be a mixture of, uh, so purple Kool Aid, you're gonna find you a purple uh, alcoholic beverage like your Mike Hart, Mike Har's like that, and then you're gonna put in you know, your vodka or whatever like that, put it all together. It tastes just like juicy
0: juice, you know. <laughs> I love that. I love that mainly because the color uh, coordination. Oh. <laughs> I need to get something yeah. color
4: coordinated in mine. My... It
0: gotta be. It, it gotta be purple, coolie. So it be purple. It gotta be purple.
4: Kyle, just add some food color into yours. You'll be fine.
0: I mean, the only thing I can think of right now is like Cheetos or Doritos because those are orange. No, the, don't really Kyle, like... the
4: the buffalo sauce is orange, isn't it? Oh, that's true. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. Carrots. Um... <laughs> let's see carrots, yeah. <laughs> well yeah sometimes they give they give carrots and celery yeah i know with wings
0: shane's making okay. fun of me but he has to deal with honolulu blue for a food color if he was going for Back. that,
1: i'm going kool-aid too i
0: think
4: <laughs> okay for for my next pick i'm gonna go side number one i'm not going to subscribe to kevin's side number two since he stole mine um that it was going to be my side number two as well. Uh, so for side number one, I'm going to go with classic baked beans. Um, hmm. My my mom is is this normal? My mom puts bacon in. Is that normal? I've oh, never yeah. had. Okay, yeah. I yeah. want to make sure it's, that was normal because I've never had baked way. beans. Was, yeah,
1: or even you like chopped up hot dogs, it. beanie weenies.
4: <laughs> that just sound that just hurts my heart um but no we're going to we're going to stick with normal baked beans not Shane, you can do beanie weenies if you really want to
1: it's another detroit um, delicacy yeah
4: if your delicacies are beanie weenies and little caesars i have um some concern for you my friend miss it out but yeah <laughs> okay. anyway i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with baked beans
0: all right let's see here i got to think about I feel like I'm definitely going for a a bar food aesthetic here, which kind of sucks because I don't have beer to choose from anymore. Um, Let's see. All right. I'm going to go for my appetizer. This is kind of along the same line as as tachos, but I don't care. And it's going to be a big plate of nachos. Uh, And I'm going to do specifically nachos that have shredded pork on them. So it would be more like a carnitas meat it will be on those nachos um, and then because it's a gathering, everything else I'll kind of let people make custom to themselves so if they want to throw beans cheese what whatever they want you know sour cream salsa I'd prefer pico de gallo if I'm gonna choose a salsa guacamole all that stuff uh, all the all the fixings you get it you get to pick what you want so I'm gonna go with nachos for my appetizer
1: all right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'll let you guys decide. I guess since Uh-oh. there's three of you, you can vote if this qualifies. So I I know for sure what I'm going to pick, but I want to pick it as a side. I don't know if it needs to be the entree. So I'm going to select chili. Can that be a side or do you think that's an entree?
0: It's funny because it's like if you're having hot dogs, then chili's the side. Or a baked mm. potato, chili's kind of a topping. No,
1: I'm saying like a whole, yeah. But We're doing like if a you're bowl. having a bowl of chili. That's an entree.
4: I, I would call it. An entree, so. I wouldn't call it an entree just because I would never like sit down and eat a bowl of chili personally.
0: As the main thing, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I'm going to sit down and eat a meal, I'm not going to be like, hmm, main thing, let's get me some chili. How so for you. me, that, for me, that would be, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess if you really build around it as some, some beefy chili, but I, I don't what know. If it's I, th- I think that would. Jeez. What's that a thing? What kind of chili A chili in a
0: bread bowl?
1: No.
4: Disgusting. Well, I mean, I guess it's the same concept as putting cornbread in your chili, but like
0: What if it's a cornbread
1: bread bowl? That sounds awesome. Okay, so here's (laughs) what I'll say then. Um what if so if I do like a full chili bar, like with all the sides, like sour cream, cheese, all that 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 would be be an entree. But can I just do like a crock pot of just
0: chili for a side? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Yes. Okay.
4: I see. Yes. If that, if that makes sense. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So you can okay. choose one of those. Yeah.
0: By the way, I was just going to say one way to make it and more of an entree, my mother-in-law, the chili she makes, she does ground beef, but then she also buys uh, sirloin steak and we'll cut that up and put Ooh. that in the chili. And that, that is like,
4: is Kyle, I'm coming over for family dinner.
0: Well, you'll have to come <laughs> to Indiana a little further away. Cause that's where <laughs> it's at. And I don't know that they'll admit Packers fans in the house it's fine
4: i'm i'll bs my way in okay. they live in indiana for goodness' sake.
0: they're bears fans though we
4: well, yeah, actually anyway. they don't have a football team
0: they do have i mean technically they do but
1: not one that anyone cares about yeah right
0: yeah. <laughs> okay
1: um <laughs> so then i'm back so up yeah you need your next pick yeah. entree and i'm going to go burgers assuming The weather's still good enough to cook outside, but even if not, I can do something like a cast iron. February, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like I'm thinking, like (laughs) I'm thinking, like just open your garage door and cook like right in the doorway of your garage. (laughs) But uh, if not, yeah, like a cast iron or something. But yeah, just basic, have regular sides, but yeah, just a good burger.
0: Nice. All right. Well, I'm going to continue my theme of of uh, bar food. And I'm gonna go with, I guess this, I guess I don't know if I've had this at tons of bars, but I've had it at a few. I'm gonna go with corn dogs, or Ooh, not corn like dogs mini like ones. mini corn dogs, yeah. So how is that
1: different? You're you're differentiating between mini, that and pigs in a blanket, right? That's you're saying corn dogs.
0: Yeah, what I'm envisioning is a corn a cornbread and hot dog combo, not. Because Pigs in a Blanket like criss- is a yeah, yeah. crescent roll with hot dog, or you can go with the a breakfast roll? sausage route. A crescent roll?
4: you know <laughs> can the rolls can, you that that, look- can you say that one more time for me?
0: Crescent roll.
4: <laughs> okay, just wanted to clarify. To <laughs> yeah, I got you. So you, corn dog. Uh, well, I, I really good.
0: enjoy putting hot dogs into buns.
4: Carl, mm. aren't you an English <laughs> teacher too? Yes. And you say crescent? Croissant.
0: There's a thing called a crescent roll. Is that the brand? Is the brand Uh
1: name a? Do the is the brand name called? Is that the brand name?
0: I need to get someone on here to fact check. Because it's a croissant.
1: But let me look. It's a it's a croissant.
0: Let me look. There's there is a croissant, and there's also crescent roll.
1: Okay, so Kevin, can you
0: back me up on this at all or no? I I thought you were trying to say croissant. (laughs) (laughs) Dang
1: it. (laughs) okay so no actually when, though when you look the pillsbury like the tube or whatever uh it says crescents like yeah spelled so like it's that. a roll that's, oh, that's the shape disgusting. of a crescent
0: moon so Ooh. they
1: like renamed it then for their brand
0: but it's not oh, a croissant it's me. a it's a crescent shape that's why it's called it's not because it's a knockoff of a croissant it was like it's not fancy as a croissant what you say yes okay. yes but yeah. it's it's comes in the so it's
4: inferior packaging. in both the pronunciation and the actual form. Okay,
1: and execution. Yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. Now, which that we I guess if it's up.
1: if it's from a like a <laughs> aluminum tube, you probably shouldn't
4: yeah call it. A well, croissant. I'm
0: glad I chose corn dogs and not pigs in the blanket because otherwise my pick <laughs> oh, would be fun. I apart like right pigs now. in the
1: blanket, but yeah, I just wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Didn't mean to stir up a. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, this might Maybe. be the maddest I'm going to be this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: Okay, well, uh, something I can pronounce. I'm gonna go side number two. Um, I'm gonna go with some nice, good, soft Hawaiian rolls.
0: Honolulu, Lou, no,
4: and uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how to spell Hawaii. H a
0: w a i i a n.
4: Thank you. Yep. English teacher. Yeah,
0: yeah. By the way, you said, oh, you're an English teacher. Croissant is a French (laughs) word. No, we still
4: say it. It's. It
0: translates. I blame the the French. Blame blame the French
4: for everything. Yeah, that's pretty safe. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) Kevin, you're up.
4: All
3: right. uh, Y'all took all the good entrees, but, you know, when you go to a party, you really don't want to work too hard uh, when you're trying to eat, which is why I love the bar food type situation. So, you know, I got the mac and cheese on the plate. We already had some buffalo chicken salad puffs. So for my entree... I think I'm gonna go crab legs, but we already cracked it pre-party. Oh, that way you don't have to work as hard. You can actually enjoy the game and stay. Don't get don't don't miss Jersey up because we got to take pictures after we win the Super Bowl. Right,
1: right. So you
3: get so you get your cracking <laughs> for you.
1: Yeah, what a thought. Yeah,
3: That's awesome.
0: I'm very, I'm very thoughtful. Jameis Winston's guy. gonna come to your party. <laughs> nah,
3: he's the, he's not invited. He's gonna steal them. Right. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, you
3: better keep an eye on him. <laughs> yeah,
0: if he can even see see the table,
4: right, right. hey now, And now.
0: Oh, I got
3: back to back picks. I guess I should go ahead and grab a dessert before any of you, whatever you guys do. So, all right, so I, it's only one dessert. I, I don't want to take, I don't want to, you know, put two together. So, I'm gonna go banana pudding, uh, mm-hmm. but hold the bananas. Put a banana on the side so that way we can avoid it if we want to. Uh, okay. Generosity, uh, you know.
4: So then it's just pudding with and the bananas on the side.
3: With the crackers inside too.
1: Well, it's still banana flavored. The pudding yeah, banana, yeah, but right.
3: yeah, 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 uh, Okay. Yeah. So because yeah. sometimes people can put too much banana and that's just ain't that ain't that ain't all it. So you know, just to be, curious, am be I'm gonna be a uh, very very considerate to all my guests. So we we'll, we'll do, there's we'll do, on the side if you want it, grab some.
1: Do you do the Nilla wafers, too?
3: Yes. Nice. Got to, got to have, have the to. Nilla wafers. Then you, you got to, at the end, you got to crush the little bit of it and pour it on top. Yep. Yeah. Yep. A good
0: I, need, I need to branch out and have more pudding, if I'm being honest. I have not had, like, that much pudding in my... A few episodes ago, Shane was just like, we had a question that was, if you could only eat one food, or, or if you could... It was if you could What's eat a food... One? yeah that could fit in if inside a football helmet and you'd have to eat all of it what would it be and shane chose pudding and i was i was just chose surprised pudding? yeah i, jo- I don't like, even the remember thing?
1: Thing? like what's the easiest thing to eat a helmet size quantity of because pudding just goes down so fast you could it's crush something though i could crush a <laughs> helmet size pudding
0: anyway it's nauseating i mean yeah one is thing- a lot of pudding i don't remember what did i say I, I think know, I said chicken noodle soup, I think. Oh, you did? I think that's what I said.
4: Anyway. No, I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'm going to go basic here. I think it kind of fits. Nice nice little hometown barbecue feel. I'm going to go with lemonade for my beverage. Mm.
0: That's a good pick. Yeah, yours is full-on barbecue. Full-on, like, yeah. you're going to make everybody at your Super Bowl party wishing that it was summertime.
1: Yeah, It's a good idea to go with a the theme, too. I like that, that yeah. direction.
0: Well, with themes, I kind of unofficially was going with kind of the the whole bar food kind of feel. But unfortunately, the beer has been taken away from me um, probably wisely. So I I mean, for me, if I can't get beer with these sides, then my next best choice for me personally is going to be uh, a Coke. So I'm going to do Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper products, (laughs) if I can loop all of that into one. Um, just I'll just put Coke product you want me just put I pop. was really
4: nervous that you were going to say <laughs> Sweet tea and I was going to get mad No But I'm, I'm very happy that you said
0: uh, I don't know if I've ever had sweet tea with my buffalo wings It sounds hmm.
4: Interesting I just don't like sweet we're tea with, with anything sweet tea. I, mean, I don't, I don't, don't like have, sweet I tea love, Kevin
0: I love sweet tea but...
3: You must not you must have sweet tea like, It's a difference Kevin,
4: I tea. Worked... Sweet Kevin tea. listen <laughs> to me Sweet. Kevin listen, listen to me different. Kevin, I worked at Chick Fil A. We dump so much sugar into that sweet tea yes. that it's. I've had sweet tea.
3: If if the tea isn't diabetical, I don't want it. The <laughs>
4: made, yeah, I, I, did, I got diabetes yeah. from looking at that sweet tea. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh man.
1: Because that fits the barbecue theme. I wondered why you didn't go that way, but that makes sense. Because
4: I don't all I, it.
0: All I know is the Packers Vikings tension is real here
4: because <laughs> we're the only two teams with an actual shot to win anything
0: okay that's a good shot that's a good shot <laughs> i got
4: you i'm cause... just
0: i'm just gonna go out and move on to yeah. <laughs> next. Michigan hot. let's yeah. just
1: yeah oh man so i got back to back and i only need my second side and my dessert
0: yeah this should finish your list right yep
1: so i mean it doesn't matter which one i do first but i'm gonna go ahead and go dessert and i'm doing churros Again, I don't really have any kind of theme going on here. No, you really don't. <laughs> no, like... not at all.
0: You have a lot of ground beef, though. I will say that.
1: You, yeah, you
2: do.
0: <laughs> Meatballs, burgers, chili. <laughs>
1: That's a good point, yeah. I don't have any, like, chicken.
0: or For yeah. your side, you should just do a bowl of ground beef.
2: <laughs> just that. do a burrito. Yeah, right.
0: Um, hmm. My
1: second side, I'm going to go potato wedges.
0: Hmm. nice
1: which are different than fries like it's different than a steak fry like it's got the yeah different toppings and stuff with it so i I, again i can't overdo it and do it as like a a whole bar or whatever to choose from but just a few basic toppings to go with that like oven baked potato wedges
0: cool well my super bowl sunday would be incomplete without a sunday bar (laughs) so that is what my dessert is going to be um, it's a real crowd pleaser because you can put whatever you want on top of it. Me personally, I'm the type of person that loves to have candy with my ice cream. So if I have any crushed up candy bar that I can add to my sundae, that's where I will park myself. All right, so, MJ.
4: I was gonna go with my uh, my mom's chocolate chip cookies, but I but I have a different idea. Kyle, you've had those, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, I've had those. Okay.
4: Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. They literally are like the size of a full meal, but something else popped in my head that I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with that huge chocolate cake from Costco. (laughs) Uh, Because I've already, Oh yeah. I have already (laughs) fattened up um, my guests enough already. So um, we're going to go with the Costco chocolate cake.
0: All right. Kevin, finish us off with, you have side one left. With the Mr.
3: Side one, irrelevant. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we we are really grubbing on these uh crab legs and people that came back with seconds for mac and cheese. Oh mm-hmm. man! All right. So ho- you chose Hawaiian rolls. So does that take out all types of bread sizes? Size? No.
4: Just it's it's very specific. Okay. I want Hawaiian rolls. Crescent, crescent no, like...
0: rolls are still available. Crescent, crescent rolls are still available. <laughs>
4: Yeah, those aren't even going to be an undrafted free agent.
3: Crescent, Crescent Rose is still available, but I think I'm going to hard pass on him. Not a good, not a good combine grade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go cheddar biscuits. Ooh, yeah.
1: like
2: the Everybody, Red Lobster
1: ones.
3: Yeah, so that with put, put the crab, like, it's, it's like it's like eating a Red Lobster for free. It can't be. But <laughs> well,
4: it's not free for you, Kevin. Not free for me,
3: but we going all out because this might be the only time we in
4: the Super Bowl. i should have done
1: that too (laughs) because it definitely would be my
0: only time yeah you went with chili and burgers
4: (laughs) 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 and potato wedges (laughs) all right
0: so what i want to do to finish off draft days is everybody takes a second reads what your menu is for your super bowl sunday and then we'll move on to the next segment so kevin go ahead and tell Mm -hmm. us what you're having at your party
3: all right, We're going to start off with the an appetizer and the buffalo chicken salad puffs, uh, entree crab legs already pre cracked for you. Uh, side one is your cheddar biscuits, side two is your baked mac and cheese. Uh, dessert is going to be banana pudding with the bananas on the side. Uh, and the beverage, uh, you I call it juicy juice, which you mixed with the Mike Hard Lemonade, some purple Kool Aid for the Vikings, and and put a little
0: in and enjoy your night. All right, MJ, other than cheese, what are you having at your Packers Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, so
4: we're going to start off with some green chips and some green guacamole. Um, get them hyped up for the Green Bay Packers, best team they must see North right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, then we're going to go entree, barbecue, ribs. Um, continuing with the theme, we're going to continue to side one baked beans, side two Hawaiian rolls. For dessert, we're going to fatten ourselves up some more with some chocolate cake from Costco. And then to have to drink, we're going to have some nice classic lemonade.
0: Very good. Uh, For my appetizer, I'm going to have nachos uh, with, I said, shredded pork uh, nachos. That'll be the appetizer. The entree will be wings. That will The flavors you'll have to choose from will be barbecue, buffalo, and garlic parm. There'll be ranch and blue cheese and celery there for your wing platter. Uh, Similar to the nachos, you'll have tachos on the side. So tater tots, beer cheese with some bacon bits on top. Corn dogs for side number two. Mini corn dogs, I guess, would be the better way to say it. A Sunday bar for dessert, and your beverage will be, I guess, a cooler full of pop.
1: <laughs> nice. And uh, for me, we're starting with an appetizer of a crock pot full of meatballs. Then we go to just your classic burger, preferably on the grill. First side is a pot of chili. Our second side, which is the first thing with no ground beef, is the potato wedges. <laughs> uh, our dessert of churros is washed down with a nice cold beer
0: (laughs) wonderful combo (laughs) wow
4: churros and beer
0: (laughs) so listeners you'll have a chance to go on our facebook page and vote to say essentially don't don't necessarily consider the teams consider the foods whose super bowl party do you want to be at all right based on the foods go ahead and voice your opinion but we're going to move on to F and hypotheticals Okay, listeners, so say,
1: hypothetically, we were to have a segment about hypotheticals. In this hypothetical, hypothetical segment, we will hypothetically ask each other hypothetical questions. This could hypothetically range from any sports topic, but also hypothetically include would-you-rathers, amongst other hypothetical questions. Again, this is strictly hypothetical. So, Furious George, do you want to hypothetically ask the three of us a hypothetical question?
0: I do. And as you guys have already seen, it's an all football, all NFC North centered episode. So all of these questions are NFC North related. So number one, who is the most important coach in NFL history between George Hallis or Vince Lombardi? I think most people would agree that those, I would assume, I mean, I'm, I'm bears centric. So if I'm missing a Lions or Vikings coach, that would be as legendary as Halas or Lombardi. Jim Schwartz was up there. Um, I bet. Brad
3: Childress, maybe.
4: Okay. Yeah, those two did a lot for the Packers. I'm going to have to agree with <laughs> that. That's, that
0: is very, very true. That is very true. And then Brad Childress came to the Bears for some reason. Anyway, um, but between Hallis and Lombardi, who do you think is the most important coach in NFL history? So I'm going to toss it to the man in Michigan hat first.
1: This one's tough, and I won't – spend long on this because um i mean both of them obviously when you look at the impact name recognition you look at hall of fame trophy names uh street names like they both have it all as far as impact on the sport lombardi being a more recognizable name probably just because lombardi trophy um i mean i'll give the edge to lombardi but obviously two legends and uh i'm going to defer to some people who might know better than me on this
0: well i want to hear i want to hear kevin's thoughts before. MJ and I go at it.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna lean more uh, Lombardi. That's because one famous quotes, uh, winners mm. never quit, quitters never win. You know, uh, you know, win is everything. I, I like that kind of uh, you know that started all off for me. Um and then you know when you win the first Super Bowl, and then the second one, you started off. So and the, the trophy named after you. So I, I'm gonna go with Lombardi
0: since I know MJ is probably going to say Lombardi, I'll go ahead and just toss my hat in the ring for George (laughs) Hallis. Um,
4: So let's hear what you have to say, Kyle.
0: All right. Well, I'll start by saying George house was in the room in Canton, Ohio, when the NFL was created. So if you want to talk about importance to NFL, if without George Hallis, you may not actually have the NFL. So I'll start with that. And you can go ahead and tell me that the Packers started in 1919 before the NFL. They were so hipster, I guess. Um, But (laughs) anyway, um, George Hallis, he was super successful. Obviously, not quite as so as Vince Lombardi's resume. Um, However, well, actually, how many championships did Lombardi win? Because I know Curly Lambeau, didn't he win several with the Packers before Lombardi? Yeah,
4: no. Lombardi. Yes. Um, so I'm looking at it right now. I know George Halas only won one, and he's never won one in the NFL. Lombardi what do you mean won the he only first won two one. Super Bowls. He's only won one NFL championship.
0: No, that's not true.
4: George Halas. I'm looking. I'm looking at. Well, it maybe right as a now, player. Maybe. Oh no, I'm looking at coaching, head coaching record. I'm looking at it right now. He was champion in uh, 1921. That was before the NFL existed. George Halas never won a championship.
0: I'm almost certain he's won. He, cause he was, he was the only good coach the bears really had until.
4: Right. They were, I mean, their records were good,
0: the, but the bears won eight championships.
4: I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm just looking at the postseason results. Hmm. I'm, you can go on uh...
1: it Says seven league championships. Is that a championship, like a national championship? seven because i know it was I mean, at the time they didn't harder. have super roles yeah they didn't have right. roles but is the league championship the champ the championship or is that like a i guess so, so.
0: on here on the, I, this is super reliable wikipedia it says <laughs> eight time nfl champion 21 32 33 40 41 43 46 63. okay so i
4: guess it's just it's listed differently because he didn't actually have to like beat anyone in a culminating game
0: I think in 21 he I think in 21 he was playing so you might okay. have I think he was a player in 21 but in the 30s and 40s and 60s he was a coach in any case still probably not one as much as Lombardi um so yeah, honestly cause... I'm probably still gonna have to go with Lombardi <laughs> as sad as that is but my main argument for Hallis would just be that he was there when the NFL was founded and um there I have not looked into this enough myself, but there legend has it that George Hallis was originally the name they were wanting for the Super Bowl trophy or the championship trophy or whatever and because of Lombardi's successes, especially during that time, Hallis, in his humility uh <laughs> deferred that to Lombardi so MJ... i don't even
4: I don't even really you guys made my argument for me <laughs>
0: Now we all
1: voted Lombardi, right?
4: Yeah, literally. I mean, he won three NFL championships in the five years before the Super Bowl was a thing, and then he won the first two Super Bowls, um, and so then Hal- he basically just quit while he was ahead.
0: So Halas did win more then?
4: Yeah, but Lombardi. Lombardi only coached eight seasons. He coached eight seasons and won the championship five of those seasons. Did he really so only coach coached- eight
0: seasons? That's yeah. Crazy. I didn't know that. That's so much shorter than a lot of coaches. He was,
4: he was only a head coach in the NFL for eight seasons. Wow. He coached a long time as an assistant for the Giants. He coached in college for a long time, um, but he only coached a few years um, hey. as a head coach. Well, in the I'm NFL. definitely going
0: to give it to him then because only eight yeah. seasons and the amount of and then you have
4: that he is. And then you have George Hallis who coached uh, a long time. Till, yeah, like 40 years plus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and because won. he
0: hired other people and they sucked so he just took it back <laughs>
4: exactly <laughs> anyway. so you win that many championships in that few years that's incredible yep.
0: <laughs> all right number two uh over the past 10 years so this past decade who is the best player in the nfc north for each of the following positions so uh this i would go ahead and say quarterback aaron Rodgers, running back adrian peterson um, wide receiver Calvin Johnson I feel like all of us could probably agree with all of those those are all pretty easy yep uh, loss well, is
1: interesting for the wide receiver he I'd wasn't still... in the
0: division in 2010
1: 2020 though No. Yeah. when did he was, was he, he the out Patriots. By okay yeah, he was okay I He's couldn't gone. remember which year he left
0: so yep. um tight end is interesting um my I really like Kyle Rudolph as a Notre Dame fan um and, I mean, he did have a really big reception last year against the Saints in the playoffs. That's more recent. Thinking back through the whole decade, the best the Bears had was Martellus Bennett, and he was pretty good. But I I think I would go with Kyle Rudolph. What do you guys think about tight end?
4: The only uh, person I would say is Jermichael Finley. Mm.
0: Which he was Packers, Packers right? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, but, I mean. Objectively,
0: do you think he was, like,
4: I'm. I'm looking at stats right now. I'm I go, yeah, Rudolph too. I. Think. I don't think. I mean, I have to look at. Finley was harmed by injury. I mean, Finley had a better season than Rudolph ever had. In terms of yards, I don't remember touchdowns. I mean, in terms of the the total career he's had, I'd have to go Rudolph. But I'm just still disappointed that Finley had to go, get hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, so, what do you think they're... on tight end?
3: Uh yeah, I'm going to Rudolph too. That's just because this this is not a division that has tight ends. Rudolph's been the only consistent guy. You know, Pack has been a revolving door, Cook, uh Graham, uh Lions probably got their best tight end now and he only played one season. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Ebron tried. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, Ebron tried. You know. That should then, be on
0: a t-shirt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then you never know, Bears, you know, we got 12 of them so.
0: Yeah, maybe somebody so many. Next
3: decade, you know.
0: <laughs> I, I think next decade, I think we'll be talking about Cole Komet. But as of this decade, there's not much to go off of.
4: I don't know. I've heard uh, – I, I know some people who knew Cole Komet in college, and they are not exactly confident about his ability to stay clean off of the field.
0: Uh, well, that would be an issue. I haven't heard anything about that. but
4: Yeah. The, I mean, and that's not like coaches or anything. That's like guys I knew from Notre Dame who were friends with him interesting that, that are like he really likes to party so just just keep that in mind don't get too excited
0: hopefully he's not quite johnny Manziel.
4: <laughs> i I, or doubt Ryan that. I don't think anyways. <laughs> <is. Yeah.
0: laughs> <laughs> all right uh so then we have defensive players so i feel like this is where the most contention probably is mm. for the four of us um so the bears really the beginning of that decade you still have Erlacher and briggs and tillman um, and then closer than the middle, there's not really anything. And then at the end of the decade, you have Mack um, and Fuller and Jackson and Hicks. But I would – so if I was putting up my best Bears ones, it would be like Erlacher, Briggs, and Mac probably. Um, but what do you guys have for your teams?
3: Oh, I guess I'll go. Uh, for now, we're talking about like the last, you know, four or five years of the decade. Uh, I'm going Harrison Smith. Uh, I think he's yep. – I think he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, you look at his stats versus other Hall of Famers, Palomaro, Henry, he's up there with them as far as games played to now. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite players, Daniel Hunter. Uh, I mean, 14 and a half sacks two years in a row. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's only going, he's only like 25. So, this guy's a limit for him. Uh, and I think Eric Kendrick's all pro linebacker last year. So, that's about three guys. When, from,
0: when uh, was Jared Allen's last year with Minnesota? Jared yeah.
3: Allen is more the the in-between decades, like oh like oh seven to like thirteen. Like so okay. it's kind of like you know, in that middle of both. But I would I would say Jared Allen early two thousands, uh two thousand tens, uh you got I mean Xavier Rose had a good three or four stretch of his uh being a top mm-hmm. you know, top five guy. And uh I'm trying to think of another one. Oh obviously uh I Antoine Winfield, uh but I think he was more, like said, the late 2000s. Interesting. Um, more of that. But I, I would, Harrison Smith definitely would be probably the number one because he's drafted 2012, so he's been the most consistent one.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, those are all recognizable names for sure from the Vikings. Man, Michigan Hat, what about the Lions? I know yeah, I one mean, you're going to say. Right. Yeah, there's <laughs> not
1: much, which is part of the problem. Like, I mean, they've been a terrible team this decade, so obviously – There's not going to be a ton of standout defensive players, you wouldn't think. Um, So this one is interesting and a controversial player. Ndamukong Sue drafted in 2010. So kind of played right at the beginning of that decade. Um, Really impactful, talented player, but not nearly as successful as it seemed like he could have been based Mm -hmm. on his talent and his physical ability. Um, So, I mean, I would put him as far as, like, best defensive Lions players, but he's not close to any of, yeah, best in the division. Um, Darius Slay, who we just traded to Philadelphia, probably the second-best Lions defensive player of the decade. Um, But, yeah, once again, I wouldn't put him in the conversation or even, like, the top five defensive players of the division of this decade. So, yeah, nothing too notable.
0: I'm Joe about the Packers. Their recent defense is probably the best they've had the whole decade.
4: well – I mean, if you or go back to Clay 2010, Matthews, yeah, 2010, you had Clay Matthews and Charles Woodson, who was Defensive Player of the Year that year. Clay Matthews had three straight seasons, I believe, over 13 sacks, um, which probably.
0: Wait, sorry, which um, one was Defensive Player? Woodson. Charles Woodson. With, oh, okay. Charles
4: Woodson was Defensive Player of the Year. Um, He's my year answer. We won a for Super Bowl. Best defender, yeah. Yeah, I honestly, Michigan, I yeah, I really do think he, in terms of all-around impact. He's, I would at least put him in the top three in in the decade. Um, Clay Matthews was probably one of the most explosive. He just didn't last very long, which is normal for NFL players. And no. then Darius Smith. Um, right now, it's kind of hard to uh, it's kind of hard to deny the impact that Darius Smith has had this year and probably will continue to have. So those would probably be my my big three. Um, but Charles Woodson would probably be my one pick
0: cool i was just curious then in the other positions i know quarterback is pretty obvious like all those other positions are obvious does anyone have an argument for anybody else i feel like the one you could maybe argue would be uh no i, I was gonna say maybe in running back but i was trying to think through other nfc north running backs and the next best one probably would be forte. matt forte
4: yeah no it's but I mean, aaron jones had well i guess probably aaron the Johnson best last season year. out of I mean, last season, Aaron Jones, other than Adrian Peterson's 2,000-yard season, yeah, is yeah, probably yeah. the second-best season that an NFC North running back has ever had. But...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I forgot about Aaron Jones just because he's more a recent player. But anyway.
1: Definitely no Lions running backs because we went, what, like 60 games <laughs> in a row without a 100-yard rusher. So oh, basically man. crossed that whole decade out.
3: <laughs> uh, Receiver-wise, receiver uh, I think Jordy Nelson probably should be mentioned. Oh mm-hmm. uh, that's
4: good I call. wasn't gonna say it, but thank you, Kevin.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: No, that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's I was, fair.
0: Psh, I was glad when he left. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good mention. And it's it's kind of unfair to everyone else because Calvin Johnson was like a just his own level. Right. Um, but if you look at anybody else other than Calvin Johnson, then yeah, like Jordy Nelson is at the top of that list. So yep. yeah, for sure. All right, uh, so let's move on to the next question. What is your least favorite memory of a game you watched that your team played?
4: Fail Mary. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even have to fail Mary. That's it.
0: I loved that game. I was in my dorm hall in like the hall where like the community TV was, and I was watching it with a with a Packers fan. Uh, Shane, you remember Johnny? Yep, yep. Yeah, and so we were watching it. It was like just the two of us watching it, and the play happened and he and I are both shouting for different reasons and then all of a sudden like the rest of the hall came running down to hear what we were shouting about. Uh, Anyway yeah that was something.
1: (laughs) Well I'll continue the theme of like Hail Marys and this is one of MJ's (laughs) great memories. The Motown miracle or whatever people who enjoy the memory like to call it. For me it's just (laughs) the worst nightmare in sports history. So I mean, we can debate whether they should have that play should have happened. (laughs) Um, Kind of a a
4: oh, I forgot phantom
1: face mask to set it up. But again, that what happened next is a legit play, and so yeah. But yeah, like a 50 yard hail mary to end a game. Um, Yeah, and the fact that they
4: didn't have Calvin Johnson out there, or they, or was he still there?
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. incompetent coaching they thought they came out later and said and this has been a, uh, a a quote that's still used in like radio drops in detroit sports but caldwell said we thought they were going to throw it short and do the back and forth kind of thing meaning like laterals <laughs> um so the back and forth kind of thing is that a quote um and that's so awesome. yeah he didn't have like the the tall hands team out there he had like slot receivers and stuff yeah because for, for some reason he thought rogers couldn't throw it that far i guess so um yeah terrible memory Kevin, what,
3: about, what yeah. about you?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, if I can group kickers <laughs> together, just group all kickers yeah. every moment. Uh, I, I remember I, I was little. I, I've been a Vikings fan my whole life. Cousins of the Vikings fan, That's why I became one. Six years old, Morton Anderson. Sorry. Uh, not Morton Anderson. Nah, Gary Anderson. One of the Andersons. Missed the field goal to go to Super Bowl. Didn't miss a kick all year. Playoff game, 2000, what was this? Thirteen gets the Seattle Seahawks with Blair Walsh. Shank mm. left. Oh my God, that's the worst one. Whatever. <laughs> um, and then another least wins regular season, not as big a moment as the other two. But uh, Daniel Carson, the rookie, we drafted in the fourth or fifth round, and he missed the game-winning field goal against the Packers, which ultimately kept us at the playoffs at the end of the day because the Eagles had the tiebreaker over us, even though we beat them because we had a a tie, we didn't make the playoffs.
0: That's, those are all I, – I was actually waiting for you to talk about um, the uh, – one of the many Vikings-Saints playoff games, but the one during Bounty Gate season.
3: Oh, I, hate, I hate All Saints fans. I hate Lawrence, <laughs> Orleans, uh, Drew Brees. They all – none of them. Man, <laughs> that was uh, – that that one I try to remove from my my brains because, you know, it's still irks <laughs> to this day, and every time we beat them, I bring it up. Payback.
1: Yep. yep. And there's been some good payback in recent years. Yeah. 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 That
0: Stephon Dick, that play still, like, even as a division rival, watching that, that was such a fun play to watch, just because yeah. the, the Saints secondary just didn't know what they were doing. I yeah, guess. Yeah,
3: I really don't know how mad I was at that point before that play happened. <laughs> I was really, really pissed that we blew the game
2: because we was I up twenty zero.
3: So I really was really pissed.
1: Well, for well, me, that leaves you, Kyle. We've talked yeah. kickers, so I don't know if that's the way you're going. But, uh. <laughs> that's
0: definitely more of a recent thing, really. When yeah. I thought about this, I had two thoughts that came to mind, and many Bears fans, actually, I found this out on Twitter. Many Bears fans blend these two games together, which just goes to show you how much we've been spanked by the Packers. So the first I know exactly one, which two you're talking about? The first one is the NFC North, the NFC Championship game, which happened to be the same season the Packers won the Super Bowl thank you very much that was uh Jay Cutler starting um Jay Cutler what like the the game was pretty close until Cutler went down with a thumb injury or something I don't know it was something where a lot of people criticized his toughness and Caleb Haney our trusty backup came in and kind of held his own but you're talking about the MVP of the league leading the team versus a backup quarterback you're just not cut out for it no matter how much you hold your own so that game was super frustrating we were watching it with my uh my mom's side of the family and her dad is a packer's fan in the minute that He's a great guy. yeah the, the minute he is a good guy anyway uh, aside from that <laughs> but the minute that bj raji touched the ball in that pick six i turned the tv off and <laughs> My family was, they were all mad at me because they're trying to still watch the game. Anyway, that game and the other one is when this was in a, a weird season, but it was Mark Tressman's first season as the Bears coach. Bears had the second best offense in the league behind Peyton Manning's Broncos. And the Bears were eight, oh, the Bears were eight and seven going into this game. And the Packers were eight, seven, and no.
4: Eight. There was seven, seven and one, or something seven, like seven that. Seven, seven and one. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Seven, seven and one. So at that moment, eight and seven, compared to seven, seven and one. Bears are going to playoffs, but you have one more game against the Packers, and that was the Chris Conte blown coverage. Aaron Rodgers just throws the deep ball, Randall Cobb who's right there and waltzes into the end zone. And I've had a lot of Bears fans on Twitter who have put those games together. They'll say, "Oh, I remember when Chris Conte did that in, in the NFC Championship game." I've been like. No, that's the thing. <laughs> and, like, words was two separate games. That just shows you how much this has sucked. Anyway, yeah, and Cody Parkey more of a recent thing. To be honest, I, I guess I was heartbroken, sort of, but I really wasn't surprised that it happened based on how the year went. Okay, let's keep rolling through these. Uh, I, was, I can't wait for this question. Um, explain your opinion of Aaron Rodgers using
4: only cheeses. Well, MJ, so, why don't
1: you start with a positive one, maybe?
4: <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not a big, like, fancy cheese guy. Um, it doesn't
0: have to be fancy. It could be a really crappy cheese.
4: <laughs> a cheese? No, I don't think he's crappy. <laughs> uh, a cheese that
1: families hate. Yeah. Something like that.
4: I don't know. I mean, I I guess we can go with like, uh, I don't know, American cheese. He's just. He's homey, Um, you know, we, to be honest, I mean, a lot of people like him. A lot of people don't. I mean, Mm -hmm. some people think he's too basic. Um, Some people think Mm -hmm. he doesn't put enough, do enough work. Um, You know, if you're putting it on a burger, I guess, you know, American cheese is good. It'll, it'll get you there, but some people want a little bit more, but in the end, if you're going to, if you're going to pick a cheese, yeah, yeah, give me some American.
0: All right. Uh, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to go with Swiss, um, just because Swiss is like, I, I don't hate Swiss, but it's definitely dissatisfying cause you don't get a whole square of cheese cause there's holes in it. And it also has more of a bitter, it least a bitter taste in your mouth. Um, so I'm going to go with Swiss. Uh, that's, that's my only thought on that. That's all I have to say about that. Forrest Gump.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go blue cheese uh kind of for some of the reasons mj mentioned, but it seems like it's a kind of cheese you either really love or really hate kind of a polarizing cheese uh, so um yeah
0: it stinks too yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go
3: with uh cheddar because uh, you know one if you, if you got that cheddar you bought that money yeah Roger this money them. he's he he he's money the accuracy money in the bank account. Uh, you can, you can bet on them. Uh, you go, like, right. Roger, yep. yeah, so I go cheddar. Yeah.
0: I wish I could just pick, like, a like a piece of cheese that fell on the sidewalk that melted over time. And you scraped off the, but if we're being realistic, you have to go with at least a somewhat decent cheese. Anyway. Fair. <sighs> all right. What is a, NFC North only trade you would make right now. And I say right now, meaning what's like what is a realistic trade? A trade that could realistically be accepted by the parties involved, um, but that you would also want. So like you couldn't I couldn't do if Miss Trubisky for Aaron Rodgers or whatever, because obviously that would not be a trade that'd be agreed upon. I would assume.
1: So yeah, this is I think picking up Ngakwe is a huge move for oh, yeah. the Vikings. And I really – that's the kind of move I wish the Lions would have made because even though their defense kind of has to rebuild a lot of pieces and they have a lot of holes, you always need pass rushers and we have a lot of cap space. So any kind of move we could get to get him. Um, But realistically, though, with that, assuming that wouldn't happen, I don't have a player we would give up, I wouldn't want to make any move because I hate trading within the division. Seems like it always (laughs) backfires, especially if you have the Lions front office. Uh, We always trade somebody who ends up being way better than we thought he was. So.
0: Um, yeah
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a trade here okay uh, th- this is gonna be for for Kevin and Kyle now would this happen maybe not but I'm gonna explain myself a little bit so try not to freak out on me too much I thought about this a little bit. this is the only question I thought about beforehand and this immediately popped into my mind I'm gonna go Mitchell Trubisky for Kirk Cousins <laughs> now listen, now listen, Kevin. <laughs> listen, Kevin. Where's Kirk Cousins gotten you? Nowhere. Right? Right? Ag- agree with me? I, I mean, I they can,
0: did win. A, they did win a playoff win game. Playoff Kevin,
4: games. can you hear me?
3: <laughs> we, lost, we lost. Well, you lost me when you said for Mitch.
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The Bears but have a tradition of ruining really quarterbacks. Game. Okay. Good for him. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm explaining Kirk myself Cousins here, Okay.
0: The,
4: the Bears have a tradition of ruin, ruining quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins can't win a big game. The Bears aren't going to be in a big game, so it doesn't really matter. The Vikings, their, their offense, they have so many big play potential guys, but they don't have a quarterback that can supply that. Kirk Cousins can't throw more than 20 yards downfield. Mitchell Trubisky isn't very accurate, but he can get it that far. Kirk Cousins can't even get it that far. So what happens? The Bears, a team that needs a game manager, Mitchell Trubisky is not that. Neither, I mean, Nick Foles is, but they're not going to let him start right away. I'm pretty sure everybody is pretty clear on that. The Vikings get the guy who can create big plays. They get a guy who can scramble on play action, going off a of Dalvin Cook, and then the Bears get their game manager.
3: <laughs> okay, so I don't are think are you, you're
4: convinced. <laughs> did,
3: did, you, did you forget to leave out multiple picks or?
4: You, oh, i'm I, sure can, there would be can, i'm sure there I would be picks least, involved that's not my i'm talking about nobody cares about the picks kevin can I, can I mean, i'm talking about the least. big things here
3: can i get a fuller over here can i
0: <laughs>
3: something
4: okay that. no let's
0: do that's, so, a, that's a
3: lopsided trade we lost that trade
0: oh yeah that would be lopsided if we give you uh let's see
3: i many a lot for Mitch, because Mitch is nothing to me. What if we gave Kirk. you?
0: What if we gave you? <laughs> what if we gave you Tariq Cohen? No, we do need Tariq Cohen. Yeah, yeah okay. you you need a cornerback. You said you Fuller. Need,
3: I would take. I want a star back. Star um, for a star. A full star. Full on I want a, star. I want a,
4: I want a star. Kirk, trade a star. Do you star. think Kirk Cousins is a star?
3: Kirk Cousins is. Kirk a Cousins not,
4: hasn't won a prime time game for. Thirty-one, one right
3: for the team in Washington. Yes. Uh-huh. The Washington okay. Washington as a viking awesome. he has won a lot of games i have went to a game he has won time.
4: but primetime primetime prime time.
3: game i was there live
4: last year he's won once he's won one he won in new orleans no 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 i'm talking about prime. i will look up the he
3: won, this he won in dallas sunday night football cuz i was there
0: my my best my best thing that i could give you in terms of like <laughs> secondary because uh, there's uh, no way the bears will give up Eddie jackson I don't, I don't or wanna,
3: uh, I don't
0: want Mitch. Just get else. <laughs> <laughs> Just get else. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, while MJ's looking that up, I, think I, I was I... thinking actually the Tariq Cohen route personally, because I'm as, as a Bears fan, there, he's a fun player, but I feel like he is underserved uh, or underused on the bears because of the limitations at quarterback. So I was thinking of Tariq Cohen being a good option to send to green Bay for a collection of picks or something just because um, you have another reliable receiving target and you would really open up interesting options for the running game for uh, Aaron, Aaron Jones. So I don't remember who the second running back was of the Packers, but I'm thinking almost a Tariq Cohen for that running back pass. Cause I think at this point the bears need to just have more depth
4: at running back. Who's I'm that? not giving you Jam- Jam- Jamal Williams and then AJ oh, Dillon. Right. I'm not. I'm not giving you either for T- Tariq Cohen because Aaron Jones was literally our number two receiving option last year, and so, Tariq so, Cohen just hasn't been effective even as a receiver. He hasn't
0: had a good quarterback throwing to him. He has been effective,
4: and he gets okay, yards but, after but, catch. But we already have. But we already have Aaron Jones in that slot, and if you want a pure runner, you have Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon, who literally has thighs the same size as Saquon Barkley. Okay. Just saying. Me, I mean, you can you can keep talking, but I don't – let me look at Tariq <laughs> Cohen's stats.
0: But, uh, let me see. Shane, no I will – No one wants any Lions. Shane, Shane, I will give you Uh, – I'll give you Khalil Mack for Matt Stafford.
1: Deal.
3: It's not bad. It's not bad enough. <laughs> that
1: would be really interesting.
0: That would be super interesting. <laughs>
1: See how the contracts
0: play out. How how much longer is Stafford with under contract of the Lions?
1: I think now at this point he retires a Lion. I don't know what his contract is. Uh, they gave him an extension like what, four or five I think, years. I think I think
3: I think Lions move on to this year.
1: You think? Oh really? Interesting. Because I mean, if they would have went. He's a free
4: agent in twenty twenty three. Well,
1: it, if they would have went mean, the Tua route in the draft, which a lot of Detroit fans wanted them to do, that might have said something about. Your thoughts on the future with him, uh, but the fact that they didn't even address a backup I mean, quarterback had, really.
0: But if the Lions end up with one of the worst records in the league, you'd have a shot at Fields or Lawrence. Like, well, you'd have to have the worst record in the league for Lawrence, but you'd have a shot at Fields.
1: I think what they do then is trade out of it, or really, what the, or they'd stay where you they're at. You would not at trade like, with Lawrence. and Still not get one of those guys. No, I don't think they'd take either. I mean, I'm just not saying they should. Like, I would take one of those guys, but I don't <laughs> think they would. I think interesting. Yeah, they want Stafford to retire there. So.
0: All right. Well, let's keep going because we need to move on to our last segment before this or after this. So, what would you consider is your team's biggest draft bust? So that could be anything in history. I'm gonna start because mine's pretty obvious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Mitchell Trubisky, not necessarily because. I don't think the expectations for him were mainly high because leading up to that draft, a lot of analysts and scouts were putting him so high on the board, even though I think all along Deshaun Watson should have been the number one QB drafted. I think Deshaun Watson should have been drafted number one overall instead of was it miles Garrett. I think that was drafted above Trubisky. Um, But just you trade up from three to two to get Trubisky you're planning on him being your quarterback of the future, and he's just he he's shown some some fun flashes here or there, but nothing that is sustainable um so trubisky's my easy pick for my team's biggest draft bust I'll just say it's
1: interesting though picking somebody who's still an active player um because their trajectory is not over you know i mean we kind of i, I mean assume for know trubisky getting...
0: it's either he's either this year or he's off of the team, yeah. If he d- yeah. performs this year, you might extend him. But it, if he doesn't, then he's done with the Bears. He's He'll probably be picked up by a practice squad elsewhere.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll go next. Lions have uh, – we talked about histories of great players. Well, one thing we do have a history of is draft busts um, and just bad selections overall. This one is one who CBS had done, like, worst draft picks of all time, and this is named a lot as far as – not just worst Lions picks, but some one of the worst draft picks ever. And it's Charles Rogers uh, in the early <sighs> 2000s. So this was, he was the second overall pick in 2003. We knew we wanted to take a wide receiver. It was between him and Andre Johnson, who <laughs> was probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. And we took Charles Rogers, who played in only 15 games um, before he left the NFL with injury issues, drug problems, um, just – ouch an immediate bust like within a season while you have and part of it is you see the players you could have taken instead so um that's top of the list for the lions
4: Shane that's that's uh that's cute um so so let me tell you the two people that the packers missed out on with their bust in 1988 um which was tony mandrich uh they missed out on Barry Sanders and Dion Sanders
0: <laughs> pretty
4: good players because they Sanders said, 2020 uh, <laughs> Yikes. Um, but, no, they they missed out on those two guys yeah. because they picked an offensive lineman for whatever reason, and he only played three years with the team, which ended in his last game getting embarrassed by Reggie White so bad that the Packers signed Reggie White. So, I mean, with that, I appreciate the service that he did. So, that worked that out for did. them, really? Yeah. I mean, that worked, but he was – Wow. He could have had Barry Sanders or, or prime time.
0: Yeah, well, if you – I mean, Barry Sanders, you'd have – Like, we were just talking on a recent episode, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, two of the best running backs in NFL history, and the Packers, when you think of their, I I guess I don't know their older teams as much, but they don't have quite the catalyst of running backs as other teams do, and to have a name like Barry Sanders, that would have really been
4: something. And if you had at least a a halfway
1: decent offensive line, his stat line would have been so much better.
4: We could have had Brett Favre and Barry Sanders at the same time. That'd
1: have been insane. You would have won multiple, yeah, oh, yeah.
4: Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, uh, Kevin. Who's the Vikings' biggest draft bust?
3: Uh, I got a few names, but I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out. Like, is it more of a bust because of what happened, like behind them, or like they didn't work out? Because, mm-hmm. for example, uh, drafting Trey will. Was a bust, but because we signed an undrafted Thielen and we signed we drafted Diggs in the fifth round, it wasn't felt as bad. If that makes mm. sense. Okay. But then uh, I would I would say I would say probably two thousand uh, whatever year it was eleven when we drafted Christian Ponder. Mm. Um, that's just because you know we had our we, we, we really don't ever be in the chance have a chance to draft a top ten person because even even the year that I thought we was gonna you know, we lost Sam Bradford. Uh, I thought, oh, this this is the perfect time to, you know, lose and go get a quarterback. Uh, we uh we lost to Al-Ted- lost Teddy and lost Sam. Uh, we go thirteen and three with Case Keenum. So, you know, it's just, we never we never really be up there. But Chris Parnell was the time we had a top ten pick. Um, obviously the other quarterbacks in that draft class wasn't good either. Uh, Blaine Gabbert, um, uh, Jake Locker. So mm-hmm. I guess we would have missed regardless. Um, Interesting. We would have missed regardless, but that draft was crazy. you talking about Cam Newton, Von Miller, uh, A.J. Green, Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones, and we walked away with Christian Ponder. <laughs> like, that's just – you know, J.J. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watt see. was in that draft. Tyron Smith was in that draft. And we walked away with Christian Ponder. So, I would say that one because that's one of the best drafts of all time, in my opinion.
0: And, <laughs> yeah. And we that was the draft that. the Bears drafted Shane McClellan. That was a – The only thing Shane McClellan ever did that was positive was breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. (laughs) Okay, buddy. (laughs) Well, you
3: know, and then, then, you know, I said, well, Jay Larkin wasn't good, but Andy Dalton was on the board. So, you know, Uh,
0: hmm. at least we could have
3: been solid, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of busts, the last question for our hypotheticals is who on your team right now do you think will be a Hall of Famer? So I think this will, I think, probably for several of us be easy. (laughs) Um, So for me, I think just with career trajectory and the way things are going, Khalil Mack will be a hall of famer, at least, at least if he can keep up some last year was a little bit of a down year for him, but if he can get back to the year before and every other year in his career before then, and keep kind of on that pace, he'll be a hall of famer. So that's my pick. Oh man.
1: I feel like Stafford could have been with another team, but he just doesn't have the resume. You can't be a hall of famer and never win a playoff game as a quarterback. Um, so, I mean, the stats are there, but the resume is not, I don't think we have anybody who really yeah, is Trisha on a yeah, coach. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, so, I mean, if I had to pick somebody to be like one of our young players who still has a chance to build a legacy,
4: um, I see. maybe I like, a,
1: yeah, I don't know, John Dre Swift or something, but
0: yeah, nobody who I would. Yeah. Yeah. Think of now.
4: All right. Rogers. Yep.
0: Yeah. Kevin, I'm cur- I'm I'm actually most curious to hear about the Vikings, just because I know they have a lot of defensive stars. Mm-hmm. So I guess who of I don't know if those that's the direction you're going, but who do you think will be the Hall of Famer?
3: Uh yeah, so I'm right down defense. Uh Harrison Smith, I mentioned earlier. Uh, oh, that's he just, right. <clears throat> he got that he got I mean, he like I said, if you look at his gameplay versus the other like John Lynch's the Palomalous, he's right there with them on par. Um I think I think Danielle Hunter has a great chance. Uh like I said, 25 years old. All he was, he was the youngest player to ever get however many sacks it was. Um last season he got that nod. So I mean the sky's the limit for him. And I think I think Eric Kendricks have a shot. Uh, just because he, he's 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 so good in pass coverage. He he's working on that trend right now. Uh but to be a line to for a linebacker make it, it takes a lot, uh, in my opinion. Yep. Multiple multiple all pros. He only got one right now. So uh, They're gonna take a lot. Um, I w- I think David Cook has the talent to be a Hall of Famer, hmm. but he won't sustain the the health.
0: Yeah, running backs are hard, like yeah, yeah. Like Adrian Peterson, that's why his career looking back is so phenomenal. The fact that he's still running. Frank Gore is another one. The fact that he's still playing. Like you just don't right. get that kind of durability and consistent play from running backs anymore. Right, exactly.
3: So I think he has the talent to do it, but yeah. he won't have the health to do it.
0: Yeah. All right, well, those were a lot of hypotheticals, but they're all very interesting, being NFC North specifically, so we're going to kind of do quick fire through our weekly scorecast. All right, so every week, our very own meteorologists, which is just us, and this week, a few guests, throw out Our hot takes and score predictions for big games around sports, and this time it's going to be about the NFL. Trust us, because like predicting the weather, we won't be wrong. Uh, And your weekly scorecast is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for player props. So come hashtag prop up with Thrive Fantasy this season, especially now that the NFL is coming back soon. So over at Thrive Fantasy, they've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in respect to sport you will select various player props under different categories for each respective sport each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over under based on its likelihood to occur so for example you could take the over on collarbones aaron Rodgers will break or the under on how many of his family members will still send him a christmas card the more points a selection is worth the riskier it is rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool so far thrive has awarded over 1.3 million in prizes since launching in 2018 so, go right now to your App Store, or Google Play Store, and download the Thrive Fantasy app. Or you can go to their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Use our promo code FNFantasy when you sign up today, and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of 20 or more. So, sign up and prop up today. So, we're doing all NFL. Prep. This will be some of these are fra- from the Thrive Fantasy app that you can do, some of these are from other lines I was looking at. Um before this. So first from Thrive Fantasy week one Packers at Vikings. Um the line is uh Rogers two hundred sixty three and a half passing yards. Uh the over is ninety-five points, under is hundred and five points. So basically the under is a riskier pick. So what do you guys think? Do you think Aaron Rodgers will throw over or under two hundred sixty three and a half passing yards? Week one. Under. Under. Under, yeah. New offense. Would... Yeah. I would also go under just because from everything I've heard about Matt LaFleur, it's all very – it sounds like he's wanting to center a lot more on the run to benefit Rodgers. Is that correct, MJ? Yes. Okay. All right. Dalvin Cook, 77.5 rushing yards, over 110, under 90.
1: Over. Over.
0: I would also go over, even though the Packers' defense is very good. I'm going
1: to go go under.
3: Total different, but –
0: rushing, I'm going to go under. Hmm. Okay, yeah, his total impact. I like that. All right, Devontae Adams, same game, same week, .5 receiving touchdowns. So basically, will he have one over. or not? Over, over is 125, oh, over. under is 75.
1: Over. I think he yeah. gets one.
0: Yeah, I think he'll get at least one. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll score. I think Aaron Jones will score. Not that Aaron Jones is in this. Anyway, uh, Adam Thielen, will he get a touchdown? Over 130, under 70. Hmm.
1: Under. I go over. I'm going to go under. I think they'll score a few touchdowns, but different ways.
0: Yeah, I I like Adam Thielen, but I think I'm going to go under as well. And I think they're going to – your primary scorers are going to be Dalvin Cook and I don't know how else, but I, I'm going to go <laughs> – I was thinking more Rudolph, I guess. I'm going to go outside of Thielen. Um, all right, then the – those there's a lot of bear, uh, Packers and Vikings in the Thrive Fantasy. The only Bears one I could find was Allen Robinson when the Bears are at the Lions for point uh, for. It, will he get a touchdown or not? Um, I though I think he obviously is capable of it and he's a favorite target. I think he's going to be a focus for the Lions, so I think Robinson will go under the touchdown total. I'm going over.
1: Yeah, a lot depends on quarterback play too. But I'm gonna go over. But I think one is all he would get.
0: MJ. Uh,
4: yeah, I, I'm thinking under.
0: Okay. All right. So then these, those are the ones you can find in Thrive Fantasy, listeners. If you wanna place bets on that, you can do that now at Thrive Fantasy. Use our code FN Fantasy. Here are some other ones that I found. So Matt Stafford. These are season stats. Matthew Stafford, twenty six and a half passing touchdowns. Over. What
1: if he stays healthy all year, to me, this is an easy over. Easy, easy over. Yeah, yep,
0: exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking it's like fun, over. As 30. a Bears fan, that sounds like such a high number. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll trust you guys' expertise and go over. All right, Kirk Cousins, 25 and a half.
1: Over. 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 Yeah.
0: Again, I'm going to defer to you guys because I just don't know what a good quarterback looks like. I'm going go over. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Ken, sorry, some of these I was trying to do more lions since there's very little lions stuff to pick from. Kenny Gall, Kenny Galladay, sixty nine and a half reception. Nice, over.
1: I'm gonna go, yeah, over. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of, I mean, Stafford spreads the under. ball around. You got a tight end who's gonna take a lot of catches. Marvin Jones is still Marvin there, Jones, but yeah. uh, Kenny Kenny Galladay could be one of the best ten receivers in the league. In the next couple of years, I think at least he has the talent. He will be
4: for fantasy for sure. For
1: fantasy for sure. So pretty much anything that deals with stats, uh, whether it translates to wins or not, I'm going to go over. So yeah,
4: I'm going I'm to
3: go under. But I'm with yeah. you. I'm, I'm on a Kenny uh, Galladay train. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, to continue the Kenny Galladay train, seven and a half touchdowns for receiving touchdowns for the year. To that me, seems like over to me. That's I'm one where that. I
1: almost want to find this line and put money on it right now because yeah. this is like this a disrespectfully was... low number, I think. I think I'm going to go under. My...
0: Mm. I think this was DraftKings, actually. So Again, find it. <laughs> I wonder
1: how much they're building in Stafford's health with that because... I'd have to look and see what his stats were he, with the backup quarterbacks saying, last
0: he, he year. Had, but... He had double digit last year. so yeah. And we didn't have that anybody missed.
1: throwing. We had our third string and fourth string quarterbacks throwing the ball. So that's an know. easy over to me.
0: All right. And then the last player we have is Aaron Jones for the season, nine hundred fifty and a half rushing yards over or under. So mm. it's interesting thinking season-wise because wise, I don't know exactly what the Packers schedule is.
4: I'm going under.
0: But yeah, the main yeah. I was thinking under also. What was his total last season, MJ?
4: I want to say he broke a thousand. He
0: broke a
3: thousand barely, but he broke it.
4: Oh, okay. Right. So, yeah, he barely broke a thousand last year. They have AJ Dillon now, who I think is going to get a really big role. I know a lot of uh, people mm-hmm. are high on him. Just from what I've heard from people watching camp, from what I've seen of him in camp, he is just a beast of a guy. I think Aaron Jones is going to get, if we're talking total yards he'll easily clear 1500 total yards if not push 2000 in my opinion because he's Mm. basically going to be our number two receiver receiver, yeah yeah but i think that in order to get him more receiving action they're gonna give him a little bit less touches uh fewer touches sorry english teacher um give him (laughs) a couple fewer touches and uh go more receiving so i'm gonna go under on that
0: so yeah i said under kevin did you say under yeah i'm going under okay
1: I'm going to go over, but just barely, and for a lot of the reasons MJ said. Uh, if All he right. does, it's just going to barely break it, I think. But
0: yeah. Cool. Well, let's get into the games then. Uh, Bears at Lions. Lions are the favorite, uh, if I'm reading that right. I'm newer to gambling, Yeah, but I well, think I'm reading that Bears right. are
1: getting points. Or is, Yeah. Is the point spread 1.5? Yeah. 1, 1.5? 1. Yeah. Are the, the Lions po- minus 1.5?
0: No. The point spread is saying the, the score difference will be by 1.5 points.
1: But the Lions are favored by that, right?
0: Yes, I got Which means
3: which means the Bears are favorite, so I'm gonna take the Bears, because it's only 1.5. You get three for being home.
1: So
0: oh, that's right.
1: Yep. So Bears, I forgot about the.
0: That's right. they basically which, saying Bears gonna
1: win. I wonder if that's the same this year without like is home field advantage counted the same? It's yeah, I'd be interested to see how they did. You do still the, have the
3: travel that you have to do, but travel. Yeah. Different different ters. Yeah.
1: I'm surprised Um, the lions are giving points, even being the home team. Um,
0: I personally am going to pick, I. I mean, obviously I'm a bears fan, but I am going to pick the bears to win because whether you have Foles or Trubisky, Trubisky's best games are against the lions. Um, statistically, I think Mm -hmm. Trubisky will start and will show out against the lions and everybody's going to be drinking the Kool-Aid here in Chicago, probably up through like week seven when he has like a really bad game. Um, but I'm going to pick the bears to win.
1: Yeah, I will too, but I think it's close. Um yeah, two or three point win, but they'll cover the spread. Or they're okay. getting points, so I guess
0: yeah. Total points 44. What do you think? Over or under?
4: Under.
1: Under.
0: I think under as well with the with the Bears and Lions. Uh I'm going to go over. All right. Over. I like it. All right. Packers at Vikings. So, help me out here. So, cause again, Vikings are
1: favored, it looks like, by three.
0: Well, but three is for the home advanced, home field, right? So, it's a push, basically. Uh,
3: well, well still
4: gonna, the number you're picking I'm right going to
3: go Minnesota yeah. at home. So, we usually win at home. They usually win at home. When we split yeah, yeah, yeah. Home.
4: yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Minnesota as well. I think I, – I don't know. I think especially with – how, how do you pronounce the Yannick? What Ngakwe? Ngakwe, with him with his addition? I think that's going to give an extra like jolt to the Vikings coming out the gate. So I think that'll make a big difference there.
1: Yeah. Vikings are my pick to um, well, we'll get to predictions, but yeah, right. I think they win this game.
0: Yeah, cool. All right. In total points 46. I Easy think, under. yeah, under. I was going to go under on that yep. too. For sure. Uh, all right, NFC North prediction. And by the way, if you thought all those points are bad, those are live things. I did not come up with those. So <laughs> if you thought those were uninteresting. Anyway, <laughs> NFC North by way, predictions. By yeah, the bug. way, Kyle,
4: I only have four minutes before all I right. have to leave. All right,
0: cool. Let's do it. Then let's, let's do NFC North predictions and we'll move on. So what's your prediction for the standings?
1: Vikings, Packers, Bears, Lions. That's what I pick as well.
3: Uh, I got... I got the I got a tie actually for Vikings and Packers. I don't know how the the uh, tiebreaker is going to work, but I have both them eleven to five. Uh, Bears Bears about eight and eight, and Lions about six and ten, seven and nine.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I I would have my I guess when I said Vikings, Packers, Bears, Lions, I have the Vikings making the playoffs as the division winner, and Packers making the playoffs as a wild card. So MJ, mm-hmm. you're the Packers fan.
4: I still think that packers have the more talented roster i think the biggest thing the vikings have been helped by in the last couple of years is not having injuries um they've barely had any weeks in the last two seasons where they've lost any starters at all and the packers have been just destroyed by injuries in the last two years of that as they have been the last 10 years um and i could go on a rant about the medical stuff and stuff like that um but i would be shocked if the vikings Vikings can pull off a third straight season without a major injury that kind of derails their season. Um, so I'm going to go pack. I mean, I still think the Vikings will be good. I'll go Packers 11 and five Vikings 10 and six bears seven and nine lions five and 11.
0: All right. Well, we're going to do our plugs now.
2: Fresh this day and night. Fresh this with the light.
0: So first, let's get Kevin and MJ's stuff. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Where can yeah. everyone find all of your info? MJ, you have to go first, so why don't you start? Okay.
4: Yeah, so I do a lot of stuff, way more things than you guys want to hear um, on Kyle and Jane's podcast. So you can go to com. You can find the two podcasts that I host there, all of the writing that I do, all the YouTube videos I make, the live show I have every Thursday. Um, I, I think that's... All um, you can follow me on Twitter at MJ Hurley 47. Um, you can find the links in my website, my bio there, and then you can find all of the reporting I do for the A's and the XFL on my Twitter.
0: Awesome! So, thank you so much, MJ, for coming on. I understand you need to go, so you can go ahead and go. Yep.
4: Talk to you later, John. Right. Thanks, all
0: right, MJ. See ya.
1: All right, Kevin. So, uh, yeah, l- let our listeners know where they can find you and uh, everything you do.
3: Uh, yeah, so you can find us on the Preach Kid, Preach uh, with Rashad podcast, uh, one and a half of the profits. That's what, that's what we go by. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find us on unwrapped sports and 12 ounce sports. Uh, we go live uh, uh, with unwrap on Tuesdays at nine and then we go live on 12 ounce sports, uh, on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, uh, at 7 PM, you know, Eastern all this Eastern time on Thursdays. Uh, th- those are two live shows. Our podcasts come out every Friday. Uh, right now we do our own division to break down. So, uh, oh so uh you know we're going through that stages but that's really the main you can find us you can find it also preach dot we got a few articles out there as well
1: awesome yeah. with those names unwrapped and 12 ounce i'm just guessing is it like boxing
3: uh, uh unwrapped it just, it, it, it just uh networks uh cool. 12 ounce is a like a radio show uh virtually uh now unwrapped they had different things they had fighting boxing football basketball different things cool. just part of their show but. And I
0: was going to ask you on, on preach, Kev preach. Do you guys do primarily football, or do you guys do other sports too, or what's your jive uh,
3: there? We we're we're uh, mainly basketball, and football. Uh, okay. You know, you know, obviously we should shout out uh, major accomplishments from baseball, tennis, golf and all stuff, but mainly basketball, football.
0: Gotcha. Who's your basketball team?
3: I am a Lakers fan, but you know, since since Kobe had retired, R.I.P. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly, I, you know, obviously I chair the Lakers, but, you know, I also like to see uh, players win who I want, you know, who have favorite players who I wanted to win and stuff like that. But
0: obviously. You just Lakers, love purple and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it, it is a
3: strong coincidence, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That's fine. Awesome.
0: Cool. Awesome. Well, uh, at this point, Kevin, do you want to stay on or do you do you want to go ahead and go? Well, we don't have that much left or whatever yeah, you want to do. I got
3: to go. It's uh, 11 o'clock here.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're on Eastern Time. Yeah, it's all my it's fault. Good. Well, yeah. All right, right, so thank much you so much on. for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. Good riddance. <laughs> Let's get rid of those winners.
1: <laughs> Back to our losing, frustrated ways. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Anyway, the other things to plug, as always, for Shoot Your Shot Sports. You guys know, is Frustration Nation on Tuesdays and Thursdays. On Wednesdays, you have Off the Cuff with Richie Chicago and Jimbo Slice at Wednesday on the evening is dad bod central at eight 30 central time uh this week is going to start uh for the first time it's going to be on facebook live so we're i think it will still be posted on twitch maybe later uh, but we're going to start we're going to try something different doing on facebook live instead so be looking for us there and then on saturdays is big daddy Juice power hour at 8 30 p.m central all right so after basically hearing MJ and Kevin talk about how great their teams are going to be. <laughs> We'd have nothing much left to go off of. Do you I have any silver lining? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, NFC North specific, (laughs) I guess just... Yeah, an
0: NFC North specific silver (laughs) lining.
1: Oh, man. I guess just that hopefully we'll be having football. Um,
0: I thought maybe you'd say like the final second of the 2020-21 season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, again, I mentioned this at the beginning. It was kind of a vent sesh, like from a frustrated point of view is I don't really know what I'm going to get with the Lions, but a silver lining can be I do think there's a big gap between floor and ceiling and if everything does go well maybe they could end up being well we're kind of seeing this with the Tigers right now unexpectedly good or more of a contender than I thought possible um they have the talent at least on offense to do that if everybody stays healthy so I guess my silver lining is just if football comes back it'll be fun to see what happens um nice yeah what about you
0: well for me um I wrote this down before MJ had to come in and rain on my parade, but I'm <laughs> uh, as a Notre Dame fan and as a Bears fan, I'm so excited to have Cole Komet on the team. Mm. Since my Notre Dame fandom is newer, as you've all heard on on the show, um, Cole Komet's the first Bears player or the first player that the Bears drafted from Notre Dame since I've been a fan. So mm-hmm. for me, that's super cool. I liked him a lot last year when he was with the Irish. So looking at him on the Bears and everything I've heard, he's just been a, insanely good. Um, so I he was the first tight end taken in the draft. And I hope he lives up to that. I hope that if he does have a partying pass that he's able to maybe – I mean, it's hard. It's like you're drafted out of college. You're still a young kid. It's like you're still going to – make bad judgments but hopefully having jimmy graham kind of as the older veteran mentor will help i don't know (laughs) this is a very parental term will help rear him in the right way (laughs) um i don't know uh but i'm i'm really excited about cole Komet. And even after hearing that he's a partier, I'm going to stay excited. Because I, I haven't heard anything about that. And, of course, it's something you want to keep hush-hush. But at the same time, if it was a serious problem, you feel like you might already have heard yeah. issues about that. He's I'm
1: probably sure. a serious partier compared to a lot of other college students, which is probably true of most athletes. Um, yeah, I mean, you could look at yeah anecdotal evidence for probably – 90 percent of college athletes and say they were a huge partier but then it only is a problem if you're a bigger partier than those other guys like johnny menzel you know like yeah, yeah. a lot of it is yeah what are the circles of people you're with and um i feel like if he was that much worse than everybody else who's been drafted it probably would have been mentioned by now um, yeah. and he hasn't been in any legal trouble or anything that i'm
0: aware of so yeah yeah <sighs> wow Honestly, I was looking forward to this episode and after recording it and just really hearing how good the Vikings and Packers are going to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like But I had high hopes for this Bears season too. And I like had convinced following myself, things on Yeah. Yeah, the following Lions things on point. Twitter like people are so excited about not really the quarterback, but pretty much everything else, Allen Robinson, Cole Komet, and there's still things to be excited about. Yeah. But man, I'm just. I feel like, I I feel like if the division's gonna go to the Vikings and the Packers, you might as well just tank for T Law and hope for the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be frustrating with us being wow. fans of. Maybe it'll be better because both of us could be struggling and we can share our frustration. Um,
0: watch, watch us start off the season 0 oh and one. Just like. <laughs>
1: Well, the Lions did that already last year. I know. It sucked, so, (laughs) yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, It's that time of year when there is hope, but like you said, after kind of getting a closer look at the cross-division rivals, it kind of seems to take some of that hope away.
0: It's the most horrible time (laughs) of the year. that is what we're frustrated about today what about you share your frustrations with us or about us at real fm podcast and social media or frustration nation at shootyourshotsports.com go voice your frustrations leave us a review and if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more be sure to look for new episodes every tuesday and thursday everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe if you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab consider supporting the show on patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation every little bit helps even $1, which is $1 more than how much Mitchell Trubisky's extension with the Chicago Bears will be worth, makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate.
1: So you don't think there's any chance he's extended?
0: I'm staying hopeful. Um,
1: you think he'd have to start the whole year to be extended?
0: No, but he's going to have to finish it. Like, if they is it will not work as a situation if Mitch starts then gets pulled for Foles. it's going to the only op- the only way that it works with Mitch starting but not playing every game is if Mitch gets injured and Foles comes in and then the job goes back to Mitch it, hmm. like that's the only that's the only way I see it I yeah. I don't think the Bears need to make the playoffs in order for Mitch to get extended some people think that hmm. i don't think that i think if i think mitchell trubisky needs to be the same level that he was in 2018
1: right and as, to extend him it's not like you need to give him a six-year deal you could just give him a two-year or something even an, another single year or franchise i don't know if you can franchise him or not
0: i think you i think because that you didn't sign him to the f- five-year or the, or the fifth-year extension or whatever I think that after this year, you would be stuck with a franchise tag, which is also not ideal. So it's like to me, mm-hmm. he really has to show out. Um, and there's been some reports, like Cordero Patterson of the Bears, he's come out and said that that Trubisky is like going off. Hmm. Uh, it's interesting because it's like I haven't. Uh, every reporter I've seen has basically said Foles has. Had bad days, but overall has been better than Trubisky. So you have reporters yeah. saying that, and you have the players saying Trubisky. But how much of that is the players just preferring Trubisky? I I don't know. I know that Trubisky can be flashier. Like Foles doesn't have the like long balls in him that Trubisky does, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> and yeah, maybe in the, without the pressure of it being a live game. Maybe he's one of those guys where the pressure does get to him. Um, And so, yeah, maybe with it being camp and it's just physical skills showing, maybe that is more impressive than fools. I don't know.
0: I just – I'm trying to think of something funny to put at the end here, and I'm just, like, paranoid about the Bears now. I'm not paranoid. (laughs) I'm just annoyed. (laughs)
1: uh, I guess you can only be so paranoid when you have low expectations. Yeah. Like, for me, I'm not concerned
0: because – like. I don't expect. Yeah, them to may, do it. like I said, may may there's certain pieces I'm so excited about. It's just when you look at the when the quarterback really, if we had anybody else at quarterback, I'd be excited for the season. And really, yeah. Foles, I think could be really good. Um, I just don't know. It's hard because beca- Foles in Kansas City, Foles in Jacksonville. Whenever he started a season, I know last year he was injured, but it's never gone well. It's only ever gone well in Philly when he comes in at the end of the season during because of an injury. Goes on a magic yeah. run. Yeah. So for me it's like that's even more evidence as to why Trubisky's gonna start. I mean, for one, you want your youngest guy to succeed because he's the one that he's the best option if, if it's better for your franchise yeah, one guy yeah. you all of a sudden get credit for that draft pick and saying oh look mm-hmm. i had you know i i knew this was going to happen kind of thing that he was going to develop two he's like 25 or 26 so he he comes out and plays really well guess what you can now use him for your franchise for the next decade yeah. you know it, like he's obviously the best option Foles, who's already like 32 or whatever mm-hmm. so that's why i guess this year is so this year to me is trubisky or bust because it's like with <laughs> Foles or trubisky even though Foles, i know was the eagles quarterback when they won i don't really think the bears can win the super bowl with Foles. i don't th- i just don't i don't think they can maybe they'll surprise yeah. me but to me it's like if it's if foals can't win the super bowl Then it's all up to Trubisky. Can Trubisky perform or not? Because Foles is not the quarterback of the future. The Bears don't have to pick up his option next year. Trubisky, Mm -hmm. same thing. They don't have to pick up his option next year. So it's like either Trubisky needs to play well to be our quarterback of the future or the season just needs to go horribly enough that you can get a good quarterback in the draft. I don't know who else will be after uh, Lawrence and Fields, but that would be worth getting. Hmm.
1: Because a lot of the bad teams have quarterbacks, it seems like. That'll be interesting. You think so? Yeah. Well, let's think. I mean, like, who are the teams who I think are going to be really bad next year? Jacksonville.
0: They have Minshew. Who, but is Minshew really. Yeah. Like, again, like you, you said, you would. You said you think they would not take Lawrence because of Stafford. The yeah, Lions. You said that.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would. And a lot of it's just to me, the, knowing that. To the me, our ownership. everything
0: that everybody says about Lawrence, and even if you just watch him play. I almost no matter who ends up at the with the number one pick, I would almost just guaranteed take Lawrence. Like even if you have a quarterback, I'm taking Lawrence. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody that could be more valuable in the draft next year probably than Lawrence to take number one. Depending on how the season I goes, guess. maybe, but yeah. What season? Huh. No. <laughs>
1: yeah, if we don't have a season then Lawrence for sure. It might yeah. be better for his draft stock actually, because he's already a lock for number one.
0: Best quarterback i huh. yeah it's interesting it's interesting well here's here like here's a team i don't think they'll end up in a place to draft lawrence but here's a team that be that that's gonna be interesting is the patriots because you've finally yeah. broken up tom and bill and so now you have yep. cam or is it josh stidham is the yeah other guy and he's hurt, is he hurt? Now, right? so it's cam then so yeah. cam newton yeah, Is your starter. Um, oh, that's A lot of people think they might go up apparent There was a report that came out today that said the Bears and Patriots are, are the main two people that would sign for yep. net. Um, and hmm. Belichick is the type of person that would for sure sign for net.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. This is going to be an interesting year for the Patriots. I think they're over under. I don't know if it's a Vegas over under, but it's the most recent one I saw was like 10 wins. And to me, I, I would, would absolutely under. take yeah. the under. Yeah. I feel like they could be like a seven win team next year. I think that the that Buffalo probably wins that division yeah, pretty comfortably. Yeah,
0: I think, I think I think if 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 Darnold doesn't get mono this year, <laughs> I think the Jets <laughs> could make a push for the second in that division. Probably not, pl- probably cool. not playoffs. I, I don't think, but I think they could make second. I think you'll end up with the they just don't have enough other pieces. Yeah, I think you'll yeah. end up with the Bills at like twelve and four, eleven and five, and the next team will be like nine yeah. wins, and that'll either be the Patriots yeah. or the Jets.
1: I'd probably say Patriots just give because of Bilichek, and I think that Newton still yeah. has something, something yeah. left to give, but his best years are obviously behind him. i I so,
0: like I, I like Tua, but I don't think he's gonna be able to change the Dolphins immediately. No. <laughs> See that's
1: the kind of thing where what's so frustrating as Lions and Bears fans as we look at our preview and look at the other teams in our division. If either of us were in that division, I would feel a lot more optimistic because it feels like your margin for error is a lot. Oh, higher.
0: like in in like the AFC w- East. Oh yeah. Yeah, or yeah, if MFC I was like, oh, okay,
1: we have to beat if we have to beat out the the Patriots, the Jets, and- the current Patriots, the Jets, and the Bills, and the Dolphins. I would actually. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I think the Lions are a lock to go to the playoffs, but I would say there's a real chance yeah. they could. Um, but, yeah, a well, lot of this our frustration is just the division we're in. Well, into. I mean,
0: and that's just the – I mean, the Packers the, – the reason the Packers are so annoying the reason I hate them so much is because they've been good my whole life. And yeah. it's like they – even in the season – like the season when it was – when the Bears missed out on the playoffs, when the Bears were eight – seven and one and the pack or the bears were eight and eight and the Packers are eight, seven and one to win the division. Right. That was the year Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone.
1: That was your best shot. Yeah.
0: And they still made the playoffs. Yep. Yep. So the Packers, Hmm. they've just, because of the quarterbacks, they've just always been good. The Vikings. It's like the Ohio
1: state of pro football. (laughs) Like, My whole lifetime have been good. Never show weakness. The
0: Vikings, they've been interesting because I feel like they've been a lot more up and down. They've had a lot of quarterback questions lately. Not late. I guess not lately. In the past decade. Like past five years. Um, Because, yeah, I I even forgot when Kevin brought up Sam Bradford. I forgot he was on the Vikings.
1: I did too. Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Bradford. Case Keenum. Christian
0: Ponder, Case Keenum. That's a lot of that's a big revolving yep. door of quarterbacks, pretty much just as much as hmm. the Bears have had, and yeah, it's they're a lot like they the are Bears. a lot like a the lot Bears. Defense heavy, dominant, defense, usually a good running yeah. game. Um, yep. and I mean, Kirk Cousins to me is he's nowhere near an elite running back. He's not a pro or. A not a running back. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not an elite <laughs> running back. <laughs> he's not an elite quarterback. He's not to me a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's just a good quarterback.
1: He's an above average Yeah. Like yeah, to know. me if we
0: rank if we rank QBs. I'd
1: probably put him in the ten to fifteen range To be
0: honest with you, ranking QBs in the division. If you have a, a fully healthy Stafford, I'm going to give it to Stafford this year. as the best quarterback. Oh, for sure. Just because Rodgers is on the way down, yeah. more or less.
1: Oh, you're saying best. I would say no, definitely oh, better Oh, no, than I'm Cousins. saying best um, in the division. I think if not this year, I think he'll be best starting next Kevin year. Kevin Love
0: is but, the – or not Kevin Love. Wow. Jordan Love. Kevin Love. <laughs> 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 Well, there's the funny ending I needed. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. But yeah
1: this I mean you can make an argument he's the best this year if he's healthy. I
0: think Healthy Stafford is the best quarterback.
1: Healthy Stafford was a monster the la- the first few games of oh, last yeah. season. He looked like an MVP I remember
0: I remember watching cuz I
1: making crazy throws, dropping like four touchdowns a game. Yeah. Well because
0: early on in the season because the Bears had such a good season the year before, the Bears had a bunch of primetime games. So, yeah. The ga- the day games I watched often were Lions games. And so I yeah. remember thinking that Stafford was really playing really well, especially because it's like, yeah, you mentioned Kenny Galladay, but other than him, you don't have anybody that's really a standout on.
1: No, and you almost beat the Chiefs. Right. You almost beat the Packers, you know. The first game was rough against Arizona, but, I mean, you look good and yeah, those first few. So. Cool.